are currently registered and chalkmarked, a podcast that shares what they never told you about teaching in Teachers College. I'm Mr. M, and I'll be your host on Chalkmarked. Please take out your tangram sets so we can begin. I was speaking with my sister about this podcast and asked her what is it that she felt was never taught in university when she was going through teacher's college. And her number one thing was classroom management, which is really unfortunate because it is like 90% classroom management and 10% teaching. Unfortunately, practicums seem to be set up so that you get the illusion of classroom management, but all you really are concerned about when you're going through your practicum is whether or not your paperwork is right and whether you know your lesson is is there and everything is just super contrived because you want to make it work and you are thinking about everything except for really managing the classroom you're just hoping that the kids behave At least that's what I went through. And I I feel like people who were in my own cohort, they they felt the same way a lot of people did. Maybe they do try and teach those things now, but I understand why they can't. Because if you used your own class, again, everyone would be acting unnaturally and they just, or else they'd be really obedient because they're adults, not children. I was really lucky. Once again, I was lucky to be working with kids for a long time. I started when I was probably 15, volunteering at the community center, teaching pottery. And the person who I worked with was amazing with the way that she talked to children. It was just in small groups, but she really made an effort to listen to them. And she just had a really interesting way of expressing when she felt that they weren't paying attention and just spoke to them. And the kids responded. She never raised her voice. She never seemed upset or put off, but the kids just wanted to be there and would do anything to be in that classroom you know, or in the pottery studio. Later, I worked with people again at summer camp. And that was really an excellent opportunity for observing other people. And you went through the ranks and watched the system. You know, some people did it as a camper and a junior counselor and a counselor and a specialist and a director. Even if you did only one year of each, you were able to see things and see how things ran for several years. And you tried the, when you were able to try the main system and felt comfortable with how it worked, you were able to go and start experimenting and really become your own counselor after doing it for an entire summer with, you know, six or seven sessions in a, in, a, in a summer, you really realized that uh, you were able to try something out over and over and over again and figure out what it was that, that uh, worked for you. 
and you were surrounded with people who would give you feedback and you could discuss things with and you were able to see and learn what other people did and how that worked. And if you liked it, you could make it your own. And what was great was actually going up to them and telling them that was amazing. How did you do that? And they could explain it to you. Or if you liked it, you could just try it because there was always going to be another week. After having watched a lot of people manage classrooms, I think I have taken a little piece out of watching uh, various people. I think when it comes down to nailing down that one quality or two or three qualities, it's really difficult to say because I think it's going to be different for every single person. There are the people who can get a crowd's attention by being loud, and there are the people who can do it with just a whisper or a hand motion or a look or an instrument or just their presence. But whatever it is, when the crowd sees it, there is a very clear sense of communication that is happening. They are seeing what it is exactly that's going on in front of them and people want to stop and they want to listen. Where do they develop those things? I imagine it is from years of observation and experimentation. And it's one of those things where I think for myself, I know I've gathered all the pieces by watching and talking to people who I know. Now, this isn't something that everyone is going to have access to or they're going to be able to do as they're in their classroom and other teachers are in their classrooms and the odd time that they are able to cross paths, they're not necessarily going to talk about this. But whenever you are able to watch someone, watch a master teacher really take note, perhaps go to them. If you see something that you like, go up to them, tell them what it, what it is exactly that you like about what they do and tell them exactly what it is so that you can define what it is exactly that it is that they're doing and tell them that you like what they do and see if it's okay if they if you try it in in your own classroom i think that after years of asking people can i take a piece of that can i take a piece of that you will develop your own style and your own way of communicating clearly with students that one day you might have someone come up to you and ask you if they could do that one thing that you do and they want to do it in their classroom and that's the end of this week's episode thank you for joining us on chalk marked 
I hope you had one takeaway, and if you take away anything, remember to teach using stories from lessons you've learned. Until next time, class dismissed. If you like Chalkmarked, give us a like and subscribe. You can also see more and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Chalkmarked.